So, on to uh, segment number four for uh, season four premiere episode one. This one is rainstorms and moisture. So, my point about this is mostly about the recent storms that that have been coming through on the Navajo Nation should be a warning for Navajos to get ready for sudden weather changes or just pretty much be aware that we cannot control the weather. And that's where I just want to talk about how these Navajo cultural teachings, um, they are in effect right now. They're working, but people don't really seem to be understanding. When the monsoons came, or I don't know if, shit, man, this is where I'm not too much of a weather person, but um, I'm not too much of a meteorologist, I should say. But um, I don't think we're in the monsoon season in July. I think monsoon comes in September and all that. But for whatever reason, we've been getting a lot of rainstorms, which is awesome. It's great. You know, I love it. But I saw in the newspaper, uh, Gallup Independent, last month, my mom showed me, she goes, look. And there was a picture of all these um, roadways that have just been tore up by um, rainstorms. And these people on the, the eastern side of the Navajo Nation, they are saying that they're tired of the rain. They, you know, they're grateful for it. But they said any more rainstorms is going to pretty much be washing out everything. So right there, that's where that whole concept of, I think you call it a deluge deluge i think is pretty much a big um it's pretty much a big i don't want to say wipeout it's a flood there we go it's a flood so i don't really i don't really like to use biblical bible christian type uh analogies or references but you know when that whole thing they talk about noah having the um the ark ready for the uh the great flood and that's where I kind of look at that and say to those to those people who already have their words printed on paper, my rebuttal to them is, um, yeah, you know, you may not want any more rainstorms. It pretty much will destroy and ruin your land, your roads and everything. But you know what? It's not up to you. It's pretty much going to be up to how we as Navajos are treating one another and how we're, you know, disrespecting the land. So it's also a reward for those that have actually been needing the rain, that have been wanting the rain, that have been following their cultural traditional ways and doing what they need to do to be a, a decent five-fingered being in this world. So, you know, it, it's always going to come down to that half and half, you know, the good, the bad, you know, just the black, the white, whatever you're looking at. There's an opposite, there's always an opposite reaction to every reaction, you know, it's pretty much everybody knows that now. But anyways, so, so let's go ahead and not really look at the Bible, but let's just look at what this flooding would mean if it keeps raining like this. Eventually, somebody will drown, you know, uh, possibly a house could get so flooded that it's removed from its foundation and it's pushed further down and whoever's in there, whether it be an innocent person or a guilty person will pretty much die from that, you know, the, from drowning and being crushed by the, the house falling apart and all that weight coming down. So anyways, uh, when you look at it like that, 
or when I look at it like that, I've also I also think about well maybe it needs to happen because of the simple fact that us Navajos nowadays we are definitely losing our culture and tradition. That's why I'm also going to talk about that in episode um, segment number six about the um, about the uh, funeral process, how it's slowly dying out and um, you know just losing our ways on that. But for the most part. The flood is kind of like it does wash things away. So when you think of it in terms of washing dishes or washing your body, you're getting rid of all the grime, obviously. You're getting rid of all the negative bacteria and the smell and all that. So if you think of it in terms of Navajo cultural and tradition, um, it's like the holy gods or holy ones, holy creators, however you want to look at them and label them, them or it, it's teaching us, you know, you better watch out, man. Yeah, you guys think you're all superior and you're all badass and whatnot, but how badass are you if you can't handle the rainstorm? And it's like, well, you're true. You got us there, man. And then also at the same time, it's kind of like looking at um, the veteran organization. It's like, if you veterans are so badass and, you know, you really know what you're doing, then why are you crying and complaining about free money? <laughs> can't you guys... You know, weren't you guys taught to learn how to adapt and overcome? If that's the way it is, then why don't you listen to Mateo Native Ravager? Not to gloat on myself, but, say, you know, do some fundraising. Uh, learn how to come together and, you know, make make events happen. Rather than sit there and say, oh, well, the executive director don't want to have a meeting with us. And the council uh, denied our resolution and... Uh, the Navajo Nation president, as much as I don't like him right now, currently, uh, he didn't sign over that, um, that piece of paper that we needed in order to get more money. And it's like, whatever, man, shit, we're never going to see that money anyways. All our money's in the stock market right now. And which is a very bad thing because the stock market is not doing very well. And, uh, excuse me. And it, you know, kind of goes along with that whole Bitcoin, that cryptocurrency, where it's really backed by nothing. So when it crashes and collapses, us ordinary schmoes, yeah, we're going to feel it, man. We're definitely going to be feeling it and be hurting. But to those that understand money and business, they will be doing just fine. They'll even get even more wealthier. So that's the type of uh, mentality that I'm trying to instill inside the veterans and other commanders, except for the corrupt one. I really don't want to say too much, but I think now they're going to be getting rid of him. So if that's the case, then yeah, definitely I will be pushing for that again and say, look, man, you know, I brought this all up to you before. I'll bring it up to you again until you guys get sick and tired of me or till I get sick and tired of it myself. But um, that's what all that entails to me when I think of all the flooding and the rain that we're getting. It's washing away all the bacteria and all the smell that we create as human beings or as five-fingered beings. I'm sorry. I keep saying human beings. I'm trying to stick with five-fingered being because it sounds so cool. Anyways, um, so with that being said, um, you know, just be aware that the flooding could get worse. And even if it doesn't, why wouldn't you want to be prepared anyways? You know, and um, when we look at how we live on the res, uh, a lot of the roads we use, obviously they're dirt roads. 
And a lot of those roads, <laughs> they get really muddy. They get really slick. Others, you know, they could kind of turn into quicksand and pull your vehicle in. And others, you know, yeah, you can drive across and, you know, you might luck out. But with all that going on, if we were to pave a lot of these roads, you never know, man. The flooding that we're getting, it could just break it apart and push that that piece of uh, paved road down the stream, you know. That's how strong these things are. So now whether or not you want to look at the flooding and the moisture as, I mean, actually pretty much the flooding as um, a bad thing, that's fine, but be prepared for the good things also. And if you look at it, and if you look at it as a good thing, be prepared that there's also negative that follow with it. So that just, like I said, it goes back and forth, you know, one cannot coexist without the other. And as far as moisture goes, um, man, it would have been a great time to find, oh, shit. oh boy, <laughs> lost track of thought there for a bit. Um, yeah, that was a phone call coming in. I didn't, uh, I should have turned down my ringtone, but, um, uh, that's a whole non-related subject matter, but what I was saying earlier about moisture was it would have been a great time nowadays, or especially during this time, if we had politicians or we had elected officials here on the Navajo Nation that were interested in replanting trees. And I did have, I did cover that subject in, um, uh, I believe episode, I mean, season three, uh, somewhere along there, I think I was talking about trees being transplanted or was it uh, season two? But anyways, I did, I did cover that. So, but it, uh, at the same time, you know, with all this moisture that we're getting, the ground getting nice and, and moist and stuff like that, definitely be a great time to uh, plant some trees because I did say this in season three that we are cutting down too much trees here on the Navajo Nation for winter time. And what are we going to do once we get rid of all the trees, you know, what are we going to do then? You know, it's just kind of like saying we're that our natural resource that we are just going to be filling in that role of a parasite or a cancer. And what I mean by that is, uh, you making a reference from, uh, the matrix, the first one, when, um, Morpheus gets captured by agent Smith. And he goes, I was doing, you know, he think it's like reading or research or something. He goes, and I come to find out that you, you humans are not really mammals. He says, every mammal um, on this planet, it, um, it develops an equilibrium with its environment. He goes, but there's another type of organism that, you know, fits you humans. And that's a virus, you know, cancer. And we just use up our natural resources and we move on to the next. I was like, damn, man, that's so freaking cool. I mean, I the way to, you know, I, I guess um, not analyze, but in a way to use that analogy, compare us humans to a, a cancerous organism would be just about right, you know. So that's why with this moisture, I believe it would be the perfect time to be a human cancer to plant trees and have things start growing back the way they were. And I'm not really sure. I haven't really been able to do the research, but 
having trees in the environment, I'm really hoping that in some way that causes moisture to collect and have more rain storms come through. Now, I could be wrong. Like, you know, like I say, I'm not trying to be right about anything. I'm just trying to put all my thoughts and questions on a digital format and just let people listen to it. But um, yeah, definitely planting trees. That's something that we could be taking advantage of now. But the only reason why I'm not doing it is because I already got so much on my plate that um, I can't really take on another task right now, currently. Now, if I had more more help, more friends, and a better vehicle, like a, like a truck, a strong truck, I definitely wouldn't mind transplanting trees here and there now and then. But um, so that's what I wanted to say about rain, rainstorms and moisture. We just got to know how to use it the right way and and be prepared for the negative ways that it could cost you know just flooding is basically the main thing could wash out your house your road your vehicle your loved one but at the same time you know if you're prepared and you use it as a lesson you could save more lives and you could definitely prevent the destruction of some of your personal property i believe so Anyways, with all that being said, I'll go ahead and uh, move on to the next subject of the night. And with this one, it's pretty much going to be about the um, veteran lack of leadership. So let's go see what happens with this one. <laughs> 